Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 28, Brian's First Message. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week's message is from Brian Omelia. I first met Brian when he was Jason's roommate. As I mentioned in episode 11, Jason's first message, I would couch surf at their apartment the fall after I graduated college in 1987. Those days I spent a lot of time with Brian drinking cheap beer and making two quick snacks I learned from him. First, beans and salsa. We'd buy a 32-ounce can of refried beans, pour it in a big bowl, mix in some hot paste picante sauce to taste, pop open a bag of tortilla chips, and dig in. Second, mini pizzas. Spread tomato sauce on English muffins, sprinkle with garlic salt, top with cheese of choice, place in toaster oven on full blast, and in 10 to 15 minutes, time for dinner. Beyond his cooking skills, I had a strong affinity for Brian because he came from Rock Island, Illinois. Rock Island is one of the quad cities that sits on the Mississippi River between Iowa and Illinois. The others being Davenport, Bettendorf, and Moline. My father's parents, so the story goes, met at a church dance in Bettendorf. When I was a kid visiting my grandfather's farm in southeastern Iowa, Davenport was the big city. My cousin Jeff would drive us there, and we would cruise downtown in his souped-up Chevy Chevelle. Brian also shared my dad's handyman skills and muscular build from working farms as a kid. Not surprisingly, he wrestled in high school so we bonded over the University of Iowa's dominance of Division I wrestling under legendary coach Dan Gable. As mentioned in episode 13, Harry's Song, Brian became the third member of the band Open Sauce when Ian Brody left Chicago. He was a talented multi-instrumentalist. In addition to playing violin, he would play guitar, electric bass, or whatever other instruments were around come jam time. Okay, so let me now play Brian's first message. It is from fall of 1988, and it is about 14 seconds long. Wow, this is Brian. You'll never guess what happened to my car. It's worse than anything that's ever happened to your car. See if you can guess. Bye. So, in the message, Brian tells me something happened to his car that is worse than anything that happened to my car, and that I will never guess what it is. Now, if you listen closely, you will notice that after he states, it's worse than anything that's happened to your car, there is a brief silence. This is because I cut out the voice of Brian's roommate, who said just one word, guess. 
As I have mentioned before, part of this project has been to contact all those who have left messages and obtain permission to use their voice. I was able to contact Brian, but so far not his roommate. Since it was such a small part of the message, I decided to just edit her voice out for now. Getting back to what happened to Brian's car, you might have guessed, as I did at the time, that Brian's car was stolen. What I love is Brian's attitude toward this. His voice suggests he found the whole thing hilarious. This reflects Brian's carefree attitude and another reason I enjoyed spending time with him. The other funny thing is how he seems to be making a contest out of who has had worse things happen to their cars. I have already mentioned two things that happened to mine, getting smacked by another car in episode 9, court appearance, and breaking a wheel bearing in the middle of Wisconsin in episode 19, Reka's first message. Another incident I recall was when I went to start my car one morning and, after turning the ignition, received a silent response. The problem? A stolen battery. I parked the car on a Hyde Park street, and that old Dodge Dart hood could be unlatched from the outside. After this happened... I decided to lock the hood down with a steel chain. However, this prevented the hood from closing completely, meaning I would drive around with it propped open one or two inches. Someone also picked off a front wheel once, but there was not much I could do about that, except make sure all the wheels were there before starting the car. So, having a car stolen was probably worse than anything that happened to my car. On the other hand, considering the cost of all my repairs, it might have been close. Brian had an old Datsun wagon that he probably paid a couple hundred dollars for. When the cops told him it had been totaled after a car chase, he was bummed out but he also seemed sort of proud at how fast they reported the car going. Those Datsun 510s were celebrated rally racing cars. Well, that's it for this week. If you would like to participate in this podcast or have comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.